Crystal Waters International Ministries welcomes you to Let the Word Drop podcast. Many long for a loving spiritual community with faith to move mountains. We are here to encourage, enlighten, and empower you with Christ's never-ending love so you can go and impact your world. Now, let the Word drop. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Let the Word Drop. I'm Denise Adams. Thank you for joining me. We're on day nine. Can you imagine? We are actually on day nine. Wow. It's been exciting. It's been thrilling. And God's been doing some great and mighty things. Um, I've been hearing great news from different people uh, regarding the broadcast. Now, I know sometimes there's this holy conviction that comes over you when the word is preached, but just take it and run with it because God's doing something. God's speaking to you and conviction is not condemnation and it's not rejection. It's like, okay, step it up in this area, step it up. I've got something for you in this area. So I want to encourage you that we need to do those things. Amen. Praise God. Well, I want to just kind of open with a scripture that many of you wonder why I say let the word drop. Let the word drop. Well, in Deuteronomy 32.2, Moses was speaking, let my teachings drop as rain. This is what he said. This is what the scripture says. Let my teaching drop as rain. My speech distill as the, as the dew. Distill as the dew. As raindrops on the tender herb and as showers on the grass. So it's something that nurtures and builds up and, and adds to and, and causes growth and brings change. So we're, we really want that to happen for you. This is 12 days of praise and we're wanting the Holy Spirit to come into your living room, to come into wherever you are right now, invade your life, change your life, add to you, help you grow be blessed by it because God loves you so much. He wants you to grow. He wants you to grow. He wants to be a part of that. Amen. He really wants you to grow. And, it, you know, we, we all need to grow. It never ends. The growing never stops. And I think that's really cool when we realize that we can keep growing in the Lord and keep moving forward with the Lord. I want to welcome you all online. Let's see who's all online here today. I'm going to be talking about five things. Five things. Oh, yes. Five things. Where are they? Um, why you need spiritual vision for your family. And there's going to be a bonus one at the end. If there's enough time, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, you know, God is God is wanting to speak to you today. This was my message for yesterday, but the Lord gave me a song yesterday. And it was a special song. And it was um, very awesome. There is a heavy anointing on me. And sometimes I don't have my perky voice when the heavy anointing's on. Sometimes the joy is there and you get, you get what you're getting today. But, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's a heavy anointing. And I want to talk about vision for your family. Vision for your family. There's all different types of vision. There's a vision that is, you know, for your business, for your ministry, for your personal life, for your um, for your physical health. There's all types of different types of vision. And without vision, um, the Bible says uh, people perish. And it says where there is, it, that's Proverbs. Let's go to the scriptures. 
It's Proverbs 29, verse 18. And uh, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. In other words, if you follow after the law, and we know the law that we live by is the law of love in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's the law we live by, the law of love. Amen. To do what which is right. If you if you follow love, you'll you'll follow the twelve command, the ten commandments. <laughs> Going to add a couple there for good measure. Um, you'll follow the ten commandments. If you follow after love, you'll fulfill everything. Jesus said, "Follow after me. Follow after love," and that's a good thing. All right, I want to tell you a story. When I was a little girl, my dad took me out uh, in the boat, and I got to steer the boat. And I didn't understand boats. I didn't understand um, how the uh, motor worked and how a rudder worked and how things uh, moved. But what he did teach me was, Denise, I want you to go towards a certain point. And there is a point to say, see that? See that point out there? I want you to just steer the boat. Just go straight towards that boat. And uh, I did. And I was in charge of the boat. I got to steer the boat that way while he was casting out the line and because uh, we were trolling. And um, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And uh, I, I learned something that stayed with me my whole life. I learned that uh, my dad gave me direction. This is what you have to do. Now, I didn't understand it all. Didn't understand how the boat worked. Didn't understand the waves. Didn't understand what I needed to do why I needed to go a certain way, but he knew which direction I needed to go to get where I needed to be. And that's just like our Heavenly Father. You may not understand everything yet, but as you go towards God and the direction he gives you, you'll be headed in the right direction. Yes, you will. You'll be headed in the right direction. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. And I want to tell you, you know, um, we need uh, not only the Lord to lead us personally in the right direction, we need to talk to our kids and our grandkids about making sure they're heading in the right direction. I don't know how old your uh, children are or your family is or what's going on in your family, but uh, you need to tell them the truth about Jesus Christ, that they're to follow him and they're going to be okay to look after him and they're going to be all right. Hallelujah. That's really important. Now, in my family, they weren't saved. They weren't saved when I was a little girl. But funny, they're all saved now. Isn't that interesting? What happened when I was young? You may have heard my story, but this is my testimony. My testimony has power for you. What happened was there was one church in the whole area, and a number of different neighbors went to that church. And I was always invited by neighbors to go to Sunday school. And uh, so I wanted to go. And uh, my mom would go, oh, okay. She didn't understand Jesus very well, but she knew that I needed to go. I found out later she went to Sunday school as a child. I didn't know. <laughs> you find out a lot of things later in life, right? So um, the neighbors would take me to Sunday school and I learned about the Lord. And I really believe I was saved in that little Sunday school in the basement where we got to... Um, worship the Lord. I remember all I knew was Christmas carols. They're all singing all these wonderful songs about Jesus. And I was crying because all I knew was Christmas carols. 
That's all I had. But it was enough. And I had the most amazing teacher. I don't know her name. I just remember her heart. And it was, that's okay. Jesus loves you. And I knew at that minute that I was loved by Jesus. And I knew that he was real. He came into my heart and became the Lord of my life. Whew, that was so many years ago. But funny thing was, um, years later, in my teens, my dad gave his heart to Jesus. He, uh, he was an alcoholic. He, <laughs> and a lot of other things too. But he gave his heart to the Lord. And he was having a celebration of his one-year sobriety. And he asked all of us kids to be there. And we showed up. And I went, hmm. He's saved. That's awesome. That's awesome. So the whatever you can do to talk to your kids or your grandkids, it's really important. It's really important. What you say will follow them all of their life. Your heartbeat, your love, your compassion, your mercy, you're telling them the truth about Jesus, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no other way but by him. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on out in the world right now. We're seeing uh, one world religion coming into play. Don't go there, guys. Do not go there. Hallelujah. Stay away from it. The only way is through Jesus Christ. There's only way to, one way to the Father, but that's through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We thank you, Lord, for the airways are good in Jesus' name. I praise you, Lord. Now, I tell you my personal stories. Why? My personal testimony. Why? Because I want to bring conviction to you. I want you. I want the Holy Spirit to show up. The same power that was there that saved my soul, that saved me, is here today for you. It's for you today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. We need a vision for our families. We need to ask Jesus, which direction do I need to go with my grandchildren, with my children? Show me the way I need to go. Show me what I need to do for my family and for my, uh, for my, my whole family. You may be the matriarch of your family. You may be the patriarch of your family, but you have a part to play in your family. You know, I have an aunt. <laughs> and uh, she lives up north. And she was the one who taught me to keep on going through fear. She took me swimming in her pool when she uh, was living in an apartment. She had a pool. And she taught me how to swim, swim in the deep end. I was terrified. And she told me the story about the little engine that could. I kept on saying, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And even though the mountain looked formidable, even though it was terrifying, it kept on going. It's a story that stayed with me my whole life. I can look back <laughs> on tough days, 
hallelujah, on tough days and see the hand of God through that song, through that story, through that one little boat trip. Do not think that your children or your grandchildren have not heard the word. I love my family. And I know you love your family. I see Linda Brown here. She says, our little granddaughter gave her heart to Jesus the other night. She is five. She told me she asked him to into her heart when she was a baby in her head. Then we prayed together for him to come into her heart and for her to know him and hear his voice. Very precious. Thank you for sharing that story. I want everyone on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Clubhouse to hear that. These are testimonies of truth. Now, we're, we're, we're getting older. I'm getting up there in age. I'm not in my 20s. I'm not in my 30s. I'm not in my 40s. I'm not in my 50s. I'm in my 60s. And as a grandmother, I care. And who cares more than us all is Jesus. And I believe this is messages on the Father's heart. And um, may these words drop into your hearts and follow you and give you the right words to say to your grandkids and to the children and to your children's children. May it become an uh, inheritance that, that they will partake of all the time. Amen. So good. It's so good. Proverbs uh, 29, 18 in the New Living Translation. This is a good translation. It says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. I like that version. That's a good version. You know, there is a joy that comes from following Jesus. And as I said earlier, it's following after love, following after Gabby love, doing that which is right in his sight. And we know that we will fulfill even the Ten Commandments. Praise God in that. Hilarious. Amen. It's awesome. I, I love that. See, Jeremiah was a young prophet. Young prophet. Mm, he was really young. And, um, you know, he says... I'm going to put, God said, I'm going to put words in your mouth. And he says, but I'm so young. Can God use me? And, and it's yes, God wanted to use him. There's some, some, someone needs to hear this today, that God will use the young. God will use the old. He will use the whole generation, the whole generation. So get ready to be used by God in ways you've never had before, because I know this message is coming for people who've never heard it before. Hallelujah. Praise God. I love that. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. God says, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly with your whole heart, not with your head, with your heart, you'll find me. I will be found by you. <laughs> not interesting how God says it, says the Lord. I, God says, I will be found by you. You will, you'll find me. I will be found by you. It's beautiful. 
I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes, all your money, all the fortunes, all your inheritance, whether it's financial, relational, physical, whatever it is. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you, and I will bring you home again to your own land, bring you back, bring you back to me. Hallelujah. Oh, I like it. This is a good word today. Hallelujah. We need to have vision. We need to know that God has a good plan for a family. Hallelujah. The, if it's not a good plan, God's not finished. If 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 the what you're seeing in front of you, the plan that you're seeing in front of you isn't a good plan, it doesn't look like a good plan, doesn't look like it's working. That's okay. God's got a plan for you. God's got a plan for you. He's not done yet. He's not done with those grandkids. You might want to shout, he's not done with my grandkids. He's not done with my kids. He's not done with my my relatives. He's not finished with them because he has a good plan for them. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You know, Habakkuk 2.2 says, we're to write down a vision. Vision of our family is what we're talking about today. There are lots of visions. There's personal visions, business visions, ministerial visions recreational visions, all different types of visions for your life. But the one I'm talking about today is your family vision. We're to write it down and make it plain so that we can run with it. God's got a plan. He's got a plan for your family, just for your family. Get a pen, get some paper, write it down. Find out what God's plan is for your family. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Habakkuk 2.2. So important. Amen. See, in Daniel 2, verse 22, it says, he reveals deep and hidden things. He's going to reveal some stuff. As you go with your heart, which is the candle of the Lord, as you allow your heart to search these things out with the Lord, your heart will um, uh, will find the deep and the hidden things of God. He knows what's in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. Go to God. Go to God with the vision. The deep and hidden things will be revealed of how you need to pray, the vision for what you need to do, and how you're to implement it. All the deep and hidden things, all the strategies of heaven will come to you as you prepare for it, as you look for it. Again, talking about Moses in the burning bush. As he looked at the bush burning, he thought, hmm, that's strange. He went towards it. As you go towards God with the burning desire to have a vision for your family, he will help you. He will help you give a vision. What is your personal vision? Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, this is why you need a spiritual vision. Are you ready? This is number one. You may be the only one that will speak the truth to them. In that vision, you may be the only one in the family that will speak the truth to them. I remember my grandmother gave me my first Bible. I think I was seven or eight years old. Tried to read. I was stuck in Genesis in the beginning. (laughs) That's where I was. I was in the beginning. I was in the beginning. Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't get out of Genesis much and it was in King James and it didn't understand it. 
but I got something. God put something in me. In the beginning was God. Amen. In the beginning. I love it. Hallelujah. Amen. In the beginning. So she gave me a little white Bible. So sweet. So wonderful. Hallelujah. I carried it with me for years. For years and years. And uh, one day I was reading it because it was so special. And I left it out on the deck and the rain hit it and it got warped and uh, got ruined. And I felt bad about that. But the seed was planted. Seed was planted. and My life was changed. You may be it. Tag, you're it. Think of yourselves as it. You're the one who's going to change your family history. You're going to be the history maker in your family. You're the one. You may be the only one. But do it. Do it with love. Do it with passion. Do it with excitement. Do it with fervor. Do it because you can. Hallelujah. If you don't do it, they'll perish. Have you ever thought of it in those terms? I don't know about you. Those are those are interesting terms. I remember uh, one time I was at a friend's house and uh, he had been a friend for years and years and the their neighbor's house was on fire and he took off like a shot in his bare feet into a burning house to make sure there was nobody in the house. Make sure there was no animals in the house. Are we running towards our family like it's a house on fire? Pray no one's house catch on fire in the name of Jesus. The analogy is this. That's how we need to go. Running. This is their soul. This is their life. This is life and death. And you have a part to play. Yes, you do. You have a part to play. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I'm looking at all of you on the different screens. I see your comments and I'm going to hang on because I just do a half an hour broadcast and I look at them afterwards, all your messages and your thoughts, and I really appreciate them. Thank you for understanding. We're keeping it to 30 minutes each and every day. Amen. Everyone, number three, everyone needs spiritual direction. Without it, they go wild. They go wild. We don't need more wild people out there. We need more lovers of people, people who love one another with the love of God. They will go wild. Now, if you don't want your children to go wild, start sharing the word with them. Keep, you know, and, and you know, sometimes it's, I love you and I believe in you. And there's a plan for your life. And maybe you give them a nugget of what the Lord said to give them the right direction. Hallelujah. Everyone needs spiritual direction. We were, all need to be directed back to the King of Glory. You know, it's my dad pointed to that point. Now I see Jesus at that point. And even in his older age, I mean, I was in, I think my, I was 19 or 20 when he finally got saved. 
I connected him to Jesus and I went, wow, my, my dad accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. That's pretty cool. Hallelujah. Woo. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's important. Number four, you will give an account to God for your family. What did you do with my gospel? What did you do with the word I gave you? What did you do? Good question. I did share it, Lord. And he said, yeah, I see you did. They didn't give you much of an open door, but what you did, I let my son into their heart. That sounds pretty good to me. Whatever door you're given, use it. Hallelujah. Do it because you love them. I know you love them. They may not be perfect, just like you're not perfect. They may have faults and things they're working on. Oh, well, don't we all? It keeps going and going. I like, I like, um, I like being a good forgiver. Yes, you have to deal with stuff. Yes, you're not a doormat. Yes, you don't need to uh, take abuse. But there's also forgiveness and the releasing of any trauma that you can do. Keep going. Keep believing in them. God hasn't stopped believing in them. And God hasn't stopped believing in you. If you have, if you have unforgiveness in your heart towards yourself, it makes it hard for you to... Um, move forward. It, it, it leaves a life that's kind of blocked in and not so great. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Here we go. Because you love them, you'll share the good news with them. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Here's a bonus point. Number six, when you point them to Jesus, you point them to real truth. I remember looking at all the news. We, we're going through so much in this world. So much in this world. It's just wild out there. It's wild out there. Because there's no vision. It's wild. And people are believing a lot of stuff. But God's truth will remain. His word will remain. His word is truth. And as you share truth, he'll remain in their heart. He'll stay. He will take that nugget. And he'll grow it. He'll blow on it. He'll water it. He will He will do everything to make that, that little seed grow. Point them to Jesus. As my father pointed me out to that point. He pointed me to Jesus. And in my old age, I look back and I see what he could do. And it blessed me. Even though I was saved in between all that time and uh, all that. It blessed me. It changed my life. It anchored me. It did something. What you have to say matters. Many times people don't believe what they have to say matters. Let me pray for you before I go. Father, open their eyes to see the truth. You are the way, the truth, and the life, and there is no other way but by you. For those of you who have walked away from Jesus or didn't know him or walked your own way, 
I pray today that you would repent. Say, I repent. I change my mind. That's what it means. I change my mind from walking away from Jesus Christ. And now I turn to you, Jesus. I believe you died for me. I believe um, after three days you rose again and are now seated at the right hand of the Father. I believe you are God in the flesh. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Be my God. Be my Savior. Save me, Jesus, now. You prayed that prayer. I want to know about it. If you recommitted back to the Lord by saying that prayer, I want to know about it. If you need to go back and look at that again, pray that again. Get right with the Lord. Now is the time. Hallelujah. Now is the time. Hallelujah. Father, let the seriousness of this message and the heartfelt compassion. You, God, you love mercy. You love mercy. Let mercy triumph over justice. Your life may have been unjust. Awful things may have happened. But let mercy provide an avenue for these people. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, wherever they go with their all, all the children that they need to share it with, may their children and their grandchildren, and even mine, hallelujah, hear this word and be open to hear this word and receive this truth and pray that prayer. Allow Jesus into your heart to be the Lord of your life. Oh, let the children be saved, Lord. Let your children be saved, young and old. Wise and not so wise. Discerning and not so discerning. Those who are strung out on drugs, let them hear your voice and get saved, Father. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, renew our vision for our family. Father, let us renew the vision for our family. Hallelujah. I like that. That's a good prayer, Sandra Dawn. She wrote that down. I'm good. I included that in the prayer. We need you, Lord. Help us with our family. Oh, praise God. I am so glad to be with you all today. Listen, I want to thank you so much for being part of this program today. I'll see you tomorrow around 7 a.m. We'll see you live. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this program. Bye for now. Thank you for connecting to Let the Word Drop podcast with Denise Adams and Crystal Waters International Ministries. To learn more about us, including Crystal Waters Spiritual Institute, please go to our website, crystalwaters.ca. If you are enjoying our broadcasts, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts so that others would be able to enjoy them as well. We look forward to seeing you again on Let the Word Drop.